I'm going to ramble a bit about this topic because I think it's a really <clears throat> accurate description of what happens when someone commits suicide is what's actually happening is that their body was taken from them. It's more directly evident, maybe, if you think of it in terms of maybe someone who was violated or beaten or raped, and they felt like someone else literally took possession of their body, and now they almost hate the the own skin they're in because they're not because it's it was violated so much that it wasn't even allowed to be their own and the act of committing suicide because of the distress of something like that is like the rejection of the very thing that got stolen from you but i would i think i'm not trying to make an absolute verdict but i think a lot of suicide is still very much the same story that if you just think of it in terms of dissociation, which I've talked about before, which is the idea that as a little child or as a kid, you have a sense of your body and your skin and sort of a unified self. And the more things happen that are traumatic or that you can't cope with in in life or that contradict your actual natural self, the more you sort of evacuate your body, the more you're not listening to your body and um, living by it, the more you were sort of asked to abandon it and asked to leave it. And the people that are the most distressed to the point of committing suicide have been so evacuated from their bodies. They've been so, they've been so disconnected from their sense of that there's no, like, a little, little kid or a baby isn't going to feel like their skin is crawling. A little baby or a little kid isn't going to feel like there's something dark in them that needs to be gotten rid of. A little kid isn't going to feel anything but that sort of the pureness of what they are, which is truly what they are. Like, and no... I mean, it couldn't be more of my opinion that no adult actually is a monster. A, a, adults that appear as monsters are just little children that have been so disconnected from their natural state of feeling good and innocent and free about their body and themselves that they, the, the consequence of losing that contact creates what we call a monster, but it's really just someone who's been taken sort of out of their own skin by how they've been treated or how they've reacted to things around them. And I think there's, I don't know if this would be true, but I think a lot of people who I think one of the main sentiments that would be very close to someone who is feeling suicidal is that there's there's this feeling of don't let me go. Like, don't let me go. It's like they want to take my body. If you think about the body and the or your human self sort of as a physical presence and then a 
set of non-physical energy. Every person intuitively, even without any thought, knows that there's something about their non-physical presence that's always with them. But the act of suicide is taking away the physical component. It's taking away the body. And I can say as much as I can make a hypothesis is that everyone who's about to kill themselves or kills themselves, it's like their body is being taken from them because no one in their genuine state as that inner kid that they really are would ever want to separate from that pure body, which is themselves, which allows them to live, which gives them the world. Um, if you want to leave the body, it's because the body's been taken from you over your life. And if you have that, if you're feeling that sentiment of, even if you don't feel it, like so, someone who's committing suicide is saying with their action, I want to get out. I want to get out. But inside, there's probably that part of them that's like, don't let me go. Don't let me go. Like that can be. In most, we most likely would see it expressed as the angry, I hate everyone for allowing me to hurt like this, or I hate everyone, so I want to leave everyone, or the more common, I feel like I'm bad and I hurt everyone, so I want to subtract myself from the equation, because me in this kind of torment causes too much pain, and I don't want to do that to other people. But when it comes down to it, it's that suicide is but you've crossed a threat, a pain threshold in so many cases. You've crossed a pain threshold that is so remarkably high. And that feeling is in your skin, your whole body. Obviously, that's where you feel pain. Your whole body is just about to tear itself. Like, and think about that in contrast to what a healthy child person feels in terms of what's in their body and that's why i think that the idea of retrieving like we we all have no one would be upset with um losing contact like it wouldn't cause people to suffer to become non-happy, pure, like, to lose contact with their inner self if, if there wasn't a part of them that still existed, that still was their pure, happy inner self. It wouldn't make someone distraught that they, that they had experienced pain or caused pain in their life if there wasn't that part of them inside as well. That's that same part that remembers what it feels like to be that innocent and pure and free and, a, and just a wellspring of life. If that didn't exist within all people, there would not be the torment. So the torment is actually the line back to remembering that self and that that had its body taken from it, literally. And 
yeah, if you look look at your hand or look at your arm or something like that, and you think about the difference between the tension and you seeing that arm maybe as something that causes pain for you and others, something dangerous, something scary, versus picture that arm when you picture it touching someone you love or like washing its hair as a little kid or think about what our bodies are meant to feel like whether that's like the feeling of what of running like the freedom of like a kid running or an adult really doing a craft that they love and think about the difference between that and the body that wants to cut itself or kill itself it's the body that's taken from you and it's literally taken from you in that moment of death where you don't die but your body is gone and so there's something important here about the idea of that I really do think that in the heart of hearts there's there's a heart inside of anyone who feels this kind of pain that says that says don't let me go. They, it's that little part inside, that little kid that never wanted to have any of that taken from them. And that I think it's part of the job of all of the living to pull back everyone who doesn't want to go because they don't want to go. And that's not in a righteous way of to take if everyone gets absolute choice over their own life absolute i'm don't think that um f- taking a, someone else's free will for any reason is a is usually a good thing it, i mean i'm not saying an absolute but i'm more just trying to communicate that that sort of visual image of all those people living at the edge of of their body being taken from them they don't want their body taken from them. They want it back. They want to come back to that pure inner self and that they need affection. They need understanding um, for that little part in them that still, that feels that torment. I guess that's what I'm trying to communicate. Lots of times people think, they're quote unquote, think they're helping people who are in a lot of pain and they're all they're doing is pushing them further and further away. And the kind of helping that I mean is like the one that sees that not even the action. It's literally just the scene, like sees that little part inside of them, that little self that wants to come back to themselves, that wants to come back to their body. And then letting that little part express itself, let let it express its pain. Because most adults are far and far, far away dissociated from how upset they really are at what they've lost. It's, it's not even a concept in most people's minds. Like, it's, that memory is so, so blocked off of even what it feels like to have that pure sense of self in your whole body. But how could anyone say 
I don't think that feeling like truly alive in your skin is the only is sort of what what life what we want life to feel like this alive connected soft loving there's nothing to fight with in your own skin it takes us back to that whole concept of warring with yourself fighting with yourself a war in your mind a war in your body your body and your mind are just one big apparatus and it's very simple is there a war in your skin or is there not and you're not born with a war in your skin and people who leave life in a non-peaceful way have their bodies taken and most of us do have our bodies taken a lot so to a high degree to whatever degree we have a war going on under our skin however aware of it we are we're not I mean lots of people are extremely unaware of the conflict going on in their own body extremely unaware but it's that everyone of course can just be work with and want what they want but I think that in our heart of hearts most people want that that inner pure glow like I don't know one of the things that I picture is sort of like just that beaming happiness like the true joy that comes out of like a kid's face that's playing maybe like swinging outside in the fall Like, think if adults had those qualities. Not like they acted like children, like they were adults, but they had that energy. If adults had the energy that we only occasionally even see in children, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what we are meant to have. 